1: We are back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. It's a road show with our longtime affiliate, WHTC, in Holland. We are inside the Jim Herong Athletic Center on the campus of Hope College. Peter Sturzma and the Flying Dutchman are practicing right now. They're off to a 2-1 start. Uh, They will return to action against Adrian, an MIAA play, Uh, will kick off September 30th. They will host Upper Midwest Athletic Conference champion Northwestern of Minnesota. University of Northwestern Minnesota this Saturday here at Ray and Sue Smith Stadium. Kickoff is at noon. Tickets can be purchased at the gate. Uh, Hope 2-1. And then they begin MIAA play. On September 30th at Adrian College, for those listening on our affiliate down in Adrian in Southeast Michigan, 96-5, the Cave. Uh, But Hope football is home. I think I didn't even mention that during the first hour. They are home on Saturday. Uh, Kickoff at noon uh, against University of Northwestern Minnesota and Peter Sturzma in a seventh season. 48-16, 48 and 16 a 750 winning percentage. So if you want to check out some good D3 football uh Saturday at noon here at Ray and Sue Smith Stadium on the campus of Hope College, 2 and 1 Hope versus University of Northwestern Minnesota. Tickets can be purchased at the gate. They've done a lot of great things. Uh the Ray and Sue Smith Stadium beautiful setting uh, for college football and the weather looks like it's going to be a pure Michigan summer. Today I was I was over at the beach. I had my man thong on. Just getting some rays before I came over for the broadcast. I uh, I know Brad and the IT guy and people here are going, "Wait a minute, you want a man thong over at Holland State Park Beach?" Yeah. It's like feels like it's 80. What is it right now here? Well, you get the little breeze off the lake so it's a little bit cooler. Anytime you go like a Holland, Grand Haven, Muskegon, I'm going to say, is it in the 70s right now? It has to be. I was out there taking photos with fans and Peter Sturzman, and then he got upset that I started asking the players, do you know who he is? And and I don't think they knew how to answer it. They thought it was a trick question. So then they escorted me back into the broadcast position. So that's kind of, I think it's like Peter Sturzma saying, get that guy off our practice field uh, to me. So he's a good man, great program Check them out Saturday. Hope. Two and one on the season. Take it on. University of Northwestern, Minnesota. Saturday at noon in Holland. Tickets available at the door. Also, you get Michigan starting Big Ten play against Rutgers. Jim Harbaugh is back after his three game suspension. Think about that. You had no Mel Tucker on the sidelines last week, no Jim Harbaugh. Completely opposite of the spectrum stories. Uh, But I I didn't make that connection until after the fact. Clayton Safey, uh, he is one of the great insiders at TheWolverine.com. An open letter to Superfly yesterday. What is going on with Bill? Have I fell off his VIP list? He doesn't call and put me on anymore. (laughs) Mama Safey, who listens in Grand Rapids, is wondering, what did he do? Was it my bubble pizza I brought to the studio Uh, Why isn't Clayton on? I'm going to tell you, Clayton, why. First off, the three games are dog meat games. There's nothing I can take from them. I know last week we complained about J.J. McCarthy didn't look good. But talk to me now that we're in Big Ten play, and I think we'll get a true gauge on where Michigan is at coming up on Saturday. They're still the number two team in the country. I can't listen to people complain about a team that's undefeated and number two in the country.
2: Yeah. Ugh. Amen. Amen. How you Amen. doing, Clay? I'm doing well. Yeah, I sent a, a tongue-in-cheek text to Superfly yesterday. You know, wonder if I was getting blackballed, but no. It's great to be back. It's great that <laughs> you know, it feels like uh, things are things are ramping up here. Uh, it's weird to say, but Rutgers coming to town feels like a big game because mm. the games before that weren't very big. But um, yeah, so so better competition this week. I'm doing well and think of this too Mel Tucker suspended going to be fired Jim Harbaugh was suspended and the prayers are up for Jawan Howard but he's also sidelined right now after his surgery so uh, head coach is out right now and, and Jim Harbaugh back but just some weird times in the state of Michigan
1: yeah it is and I'll get your thoughts on the impact of what's happening and what will happen uh, to Michigan State football coming up here in a few moments but Uh, This matchup with Rutgers, yeah, it is strange. I don't know if it's a big game or if Michigan hasn't shown us anything in the first three games. That's and we won't know until the end result against Rutgers on Saturday.
2: No doubt, and I mean, I think it's a little bit of of both. Where I mean, Jim Harbaugh said in the past where these Big Ten games they count as two wins if you get them because you know you're trying to defend your Big Ten title, you're trying to uh, win a third straight Big Ten title and. That's your first goal that you want to check off. You want to beat the rivals, and then you win the Big Ten, and then you can move on from there in the national picture. But, um, you know, Rutgers is a team that has played well through three games. I'm not quite sure they've played anyone yet, though, either. Uh, they have played two Power Five teams, Northwestern and Virginia Tech, and handled both of them. I mean, it looks like a good defense. Their offense has improved, they can actually run the ball. This year, which is going to be important for them that have had not very good offenses at all under Greg Schiano since he came back in 2020 there. So, yeah, I mean, I, I, from a Michigan standpoint, I'm excited to see what this team looks like because it's it was pretty good through two games. And then you had the clunkiness against Bowling Green. Um, but it's just so hard to tell. I mean, is this really a great pass rush outfit uh, or, you know, Let's see what the receivers do against some better competition. It's just so hard to, to tell what it's going to look like. And the last two Big Ten openers, despite Michigan winning the conference at the end of the year, have been a little bit of struggles at times. Rutgers two years ago and then Maryland last year. So, and you know, I think they're, they're going to be ready, but it could be a little bit of an adjustment, play a better competition after the cupcakes in the first three weeks.
1: Clayton Safey, a great Wolverine insider from the Wolverine dot com, joining us here on the huge show across Michigan. Michigan Rutgers opening up Big Ten uh, play. W- why did JJ McCarthy look clunky? And really, the offense for the most part—I I think the defense has depth. They have speed to the ball. I- I'm really impressed with the Michigan defense, even more than I was with the D uh, last year at this time. But the offense and Again, it it was what we went through last fall, what we went through in the first half of the TCU game, Harbaugh dialing it down, not showing anything. Uh, where's the game changers, which look like it's, you know, Roman Wilson still. Uh, your your thoughts on this past Saturday and why didn't, even with a comfortable win, why did they look bad, especially
2: McCarthy? Yeah, well, the offense honestly came out, pretty hot you know they have a four-play drive all runs they score right away Blake Corum ripped off that big one on the first play and then they're right back down there at the goal line before J.J. McCarthy throws that other pick or the first pick in the end zone they, you know they said it was a spacing issue on the routes there so you still can't throw the ball but you know maybe part of that's not on him but then the second one was just a bad read and he kind of underthrew his guy as well in the third one, he was trying to chuck it out of bounds and didn't quite get it there. It can't happen, and I think it's a good learning experience for him. But they were all three kind of different things. I mean, we've watched a lot of J.J. McCarthy. He's played more games than any quarterback in the Jim Harbaugh era uh, at Michigan. And I think we know that he, he does take risks. You know, sometimes he's a little lax with the football, but he has taken care of it. He only had two picks all of last regular season. Um, you know, if they're going to put more on his plate, maybe – the, the risk will go up a little bit, but I, I don't think it's anything super concerning. Uh, they also fumbled that kickoff, and that that uh, forced the offense to sit on the bench for over 10 minutes in that first quarter. Just a weird type of game. They only ran 44 offensive plays. Um, I actually thought the run game got, got going a little bit more than, than maybe people were talking about afterwards and maybe understandable with everyone speaking about J.J.'s struggles, but uh, I, I think that, um, you know, we saw the pass game work in the first couple of games. Not too concerned about the interceptions going forward. He had a bad game, and that happens. And he got it out of the way against Bowling Green.
1: Clayton Safey tells it like it is from the Wolverine. dot com. One of my favorite Wolverine insiders. I could have the guy on the show every day of the week, but Superfly for some reason won't schedule right. it every day. So we'll we'll talk about that off air later. Yeah, I, I think as we're going through Bowling Green, like I said, they're number two in the country. They're undefeated. You have got yeah. to talk to me when they blow a game they should win or they get just manhandled by somebody who was an inferior or uh, was a superior uh, opponent start to finish, not inferior. So I, they lose to Rutgers. Uh, all hell will break loose, but – they did it last year. They, they weren't really sexy on offense until really Ohio State game was their biggest signature game of the season last year. And then that's why I thought, hey, three weeks to prepare. They're going to uh, look this way against TCU. It didn't bring a lot of defense, and they're going to get to the championship game. That didn't happen. But it is Harbaugh's MO. He doesn't go out and wanna beat team seventy to three. Also with the new clock setup, and this is gonna be about some of these payday teams, Clayton, that I've been watching. They're gonna do mm-hmm. short passing, run, eat clock as much as possible to stay yeah. in games and not get beat fifty five six. Instead they lose thirty one six and they take a big paycheck home
2: no you're absolutely right and Rutgers is is one of those teams I know they're not getting a paycheck for this game but uh, I was talking to somebody who covers them for a story we're going to run on Thursday we always talk to an opposing writer and uh, he you know he was saying this Rutgers team even against the opponents they've played they really dominated they run the play clock down under eight seconds every single time just about so they're going to come in here try to get their run game going like you said the short passes the clock doesn't stop after first downs anymore. And that's a factor. And we really saw that last week against Bowling Green where Michigan makes some turnovers early. And then that really set them back. They weren't able to really recover until they got some turnovers of their own because of that clock rule. Like I said, they didn't get the ball back for over 10 minutes due to a couple turnovers. So you got to be clean. You got to start fast these days now with the shortened games. It's it's really interesting as the, as you know, every week we get more data on it, Um you know, and again, Michigan ran 44 plays, the least amount they've, they've had uh, in a full-length game that I could find this century. So, uh, wow. turnovers played a part, but same with same with just the clock and, and, you know, kind of the game flow and how things went.
1: Dude, you know, when I'm looking at the the big boys in college football, Michigan's one of them right now, let's be honest. You know, they're number two in the country. But when I look at Georgia and the speed, when I look at teams around them, Ohio State, their offense doesn't, you know, impress me. Uh, but their defense, I think, is as good as Ohio State has had in a long time. Yeah. But the game changers on offense, obviously, Rowan Wilson. Uh, Blake doesn't, again, you go through a knee injury, you're still getting uh, game uh, ready, right? Uh, he, he doesn't have that second gear that he had before. Uh, who are the game changer home run threats on the Michigan offense how would you list that in order right now
2: yeah I mean I think it still starts with Blake Corum and I thought in week three he looked a heck of a lot better than he did the first couple weeks I mean he got over 100 yards and out only 12 carries and he talked about it after the game too he said I didn't go over 100 yards in any of the non-conference games a year ago and he finished 7th and Heisman Trophy voting despite missing the end of the year. So I think he's starting to look more and more like Blake Corum to me, so it starts with him. And I think you hope in, in kind of what you saw in the first couple of weeks is that J.J. McCarthy at quarterback can be one of those weapons for you. Donovan Edwards hasn't done enough in the first three games. I think they want to get him going. In fact, I know they do and, and I think he's a little disappointed with the way he's played, but Roman Wilson, Cornelius Johnson as wide receivers have produced really well in the first three games. But you still need to see it against a better competition. Um, You know, are they going to get as much one-on-one coverage when these teams don't need to stack the box in Big Ten play and and take resources away from the secondary to kind of commit them towards stopping the run? So I'm going to be keeping my eye out on that. Colson Loveland at tight end, I think he has some some really good potential. um, But you you just don't really know. Um, I don't know how much how tested this team will be, though, either until you start getting closer to late October early November really with the way the schedule played out
1: his name is Clayton Safey from the wolverine.com one of our Michigan insiders joining us on the Rosemberg Coffee guest line Wolverines getting set for Rutgers yeah this clock thing is something to watch i i personally think with the increase in tv spots because of the multi-billion dollar deals They're going to go away from this clock rule after one year. Again, I don't know if it's set in stone for more than one, but their rules committee, whoever makes these final decisions, they're going to get away from it. It's
2: not the NFL. Uh, It's not good for college football right now. It's not. No. No, I mean, it makes no sense. Um, And it's almost shameful because you look at it and they're like, okay, well, let's shorten these games, you know, they, they don't need to be this long. We'll, they'll do anything except take away the TV timeouts because all they care about is money. And so they'll shorten the game, and, and they, they try to say it's for player safety. It's safer if there are less plays. Well, then just don't play at all if you want to be safer. I mean, you got to – you know, it's just ridiculous. Um, and we were talking to Mike Loxley, Maryland's head coach, at Big Ten Media Day, and he was talking about it, and he said – that he hates it because he tries to get younger players in the games at times. And now there are less maps to do that. And maybe that'll be unsafe down the road when those guys have to come in for the first time. So there are so many different layers to it that I don't think they considered. Uh, but at the very least, as just a football fan, having less football is just, uh, you know, is disappointing in and of itself.
1: Well, you got the less football. You have more TV spots. You have longer times, longer pregames. They're following the NFL model. Right. And, then, and then you're looking at uh, struggles against weaker opponents because they're going to be smart and use the clock. And if I'm Shiano and Rutgers, I'm doing that every time. I'm snapping on four or five on the play clock. It's going to keep me in games. I don't want to get to a shootout with Michigan or Ohio State or Penn State. And we'll see. I think they'll go back and and change it I, I really do it and then with streaming and then i'm watching the streaming and they're repeating uh plays and then some of these announcers on streaming I and eagle's son is horrible this kid's not ready for that big stage i don't even know his name he can he, i can smell the green horn in him when i'm listening to the broad and then the the stream will will repeat right I mean, I repeat myself for a living every day on the HUGE show across Michigan, but the screen like uh, they're doing it in the Michigan State-Washington game, which was really enjoyable to watch for all the Michigan State fans. Speaking of that, before I let you go, um, I had Michigan State 4-8 with Tucker before this mess hit. Uh, from your recruiting insiders at On3.com, with this fourth game being the red redshirt uh, line, uh, and you're looking at once he's officially fired, the transfer portal is open to Michigan State players. What really is one of the most frightening things from a football standpoint is that your Michigan State. You don't know how many guys are going to demand a red shirt or guys that are going to say, I'm hitting the transfer portal.
2: Yeah. No, it's a good point. And there could be several guys that are already gone by the time Michigan plays them in uh in mid to late October so I mean you're absolutely right and it's a huge layer now uh there's a lot on Harlan Barnett as he tries to kind of piece this together you don't you don't really envy him although he's getting his shot um so it's it's really interesting and um you know it's I I didn't expect him to be all that good either coming into the season so this just is gonna be much much worse for them I think and Mark D'Antonio or not. I'm not expecting a ton out of the Spartans. But we see, I mean, maybe Washington's a great team, and maybe they'll rally around him too at the same time. So uh, I'm willing to give him a little bit of time. But uh, I I will say this, in the the long term, though, they're going to lose a lot of guys out of the transfer portal. But you can also get guys in. We saw Mel Tucker do it. We've seen Deion Sanders do it. We've seen other coaches do it. So you can turn a program around quickly nowadays in college football. And maybe that affords you less time as a new coach, but it's a perk for a fan base knowing that there's a shot. If you get a Kenneth Walker or somebody like that, and you don't need you know him necessarily, but um, you know he was obviously a great talent. But there, there is a chance in the in the short to long term for Michigan State, I think.
1: And we'll see right now. And uh, you know, I know Harlan Barnett's trying to put on the. Good face and say that the kids are good with everything happening. Okay, great. Yeah, I'm sure. Uh, it is imperative that they deliver a strong performance because you're going to get a Michigan State fan base that you're going to, yeah, you want to support the team. I get it. You love the tailgates, but wow. And it doesn't look based on what we had the last couple of days, the back and forth, that it's going to go away anytime soon, and what will that do for the recruiting class that we're going to have come in and sign in December? Could that be rated, right? Uh, then Transfer yeah. Portal that I mentioned with uh, red shirts, and, and you're going to take a red shirt, but you know you're going to get out uh, at, the, at the end of the year, if not sooner. It, it will be crazy because this is kind of unprecedented of a coach fired in season this early, now connected to the Transfer Portal era.
2: No doubt. Yeah, it's almost going to be a case study in that way. And on the recruiting front, too, from what we've heard, there are a few Michigan State commits that, that Michigan has kept in touch with. So, um, I mean, frankly, there aren't a ton that are that are really that highly touted. But there are a few that you know, guys that they got that Michigan will be interested in, so that's something to consider as well. But you're right, you're going to get um, really a case study here of what it's going to look like. And there won't be too many of these firings early on in the year. It's obviously a unique case, but, but what it does look like with the, the college football transfer portal being open for 30 days in the middle of the year, guys that don't want to sit out, maybe finish the semester, but not play football to preserve their eligibility for that extra year. So it's, it's going to be really interesting. Um, and, you know, I think that they're, they have a huge game coming up against Maryland because it's one of the few games on the schedule that you look at and really say that, that it's, they have a realistic chance of hanging in there. I haven't, I haven't looked at the DraftKings Sportsbook what the line is, but I would imagine this is going to be one of the tighter ones they'll have you know all year long the rest of the way.
1: His name is Clayton Safey. Uh, he is with the Wolverine.com. We would have him on every day, every show. But Superfly has some issues. With Clayton, that I think need to be addressed privately between those two. Uh, Clayton, uh, good stuff. Enjoy the game this weekend, my man, and we'll talk soon, okay? Hey, one thing I did want to uh, yeah. ask you about that I saw it on 3.com Ohio State AD Gene Smith will say the quiet part out loud in today's NIL hearing on the Hill during his testimony. Uh, he said quote a practice of asking a school for a fee to simply visit campus has emerged asking for five thousand dollars just to visit has become common
2: wow it's absolutely absurd it's something i had never thought about until now and now that you think about it it kind of makes sense that these kids are asking but at the same time and I, i would like to hear if uh, ad gene smith and ohio state are obliged on some of these uh requests but i mean what a what a world we're in here in college football with, mm. with the way things are gone with with the money and uh, i don't love it at all and i hope that schools aren't you know because these kids want to go to school and make the nil money at the very least so i mean you don't need to pay them if, if everyone decided not to do that i think that would probably be the the best course it's, of action, but you're yeah. always going to get the cheaters
1: out there. Yeah, Yeah, and it's not like Ohio State has ever had a problem with giving money uh, to players or recruits. So I don't, <laughs> I don't think there's a track record there. I'll have to look up Maurice Claret Terrell P- prior, show cause penalty against Jim Trestle. But I'll get back to you on that info <laughs> when I do my research. Clayton, we love it's you, buddy. And you're, this show, you're welcome anytime. Superfly's personal agenda against you will not be tolerated on this show. <laughs> OK,
2: that's great. I, I thought I was getting blackballed, but it's, uh, I will know. No, say crazy no. Crazy. You, you were getting
1: you, you, we, we call it the fly strip. When he puts names <laughs> on a fly strip, that means you're stuck and you're not getting on. OK, and you're not that's on that great. list. Trust me, there are some names. Antonio's on it. I can tell you right now his name's <laughs> on that list. My X list. I have my personal X list. Superfly has the fly strip. And these are people that just will never come on. I won't ask them. I swear to God, I, and I, I just won't ask him, and, and I'll say it openly, D'Antonio's on the list, because his wife, years ago, during the Little Brother episode, on air, I said, for a man of faith and a head coach at a major university, there's no need to take on fellow student-athletes. Mm-hmm. His wife said to mark you'll never go on that show talking about the huge show so that's it i'm moved on and i'll move on from the issues that superfly has with you and we'll all get along and do the show every day okay
2: we'll never never apologize for telling it like it is you're you're the only show that does that and amen
1: brother it. you read that exactly like i texted it to you thank you that's clayton right. okay that's right <laughs> all right we'll talk buddy
2: take care all right.
1: yeah clayton safey from the wolverine.com uh, joining us on the Roastumburg Coffee Guest Line, our road show is in Holland, Michigan, with our affiliate WHTC. We talked to Peter Sturzma earlier from the Hope College football program. They're two and one. They'll be playing at home on Saturday in Holland at Ray and Sue Smith Stadium against University of Northwestern Minnesota. Kickoff at noon. Tickets will be on sale at the gate on Saturday, and the Hope volleyball program. Uh, his top two in America a stud program, one of the best in D3, will give you some connections to Hope Volleyball coming up before uh, the top of the hour. And the latest on the MSU situation, Jim dot SpartanMeg.com. He'll join us next from East Lansing.
0: From St. Joseph to Midland, this show is huge. There are 13 Folds that bring the American flag to the iconic shape of freedom. This summer, Folds of Honor and Budweiser celebrate 13 years of changing military and first responder lives together. Service never stops, and neither will we. So join me in raising a Budweiser to raise funds for Folds of Honor. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch, Budweiser, Beer, St. Louis, Missouri.
1: that can help ease tax filing and year-end reporting, compliance reporting, human resources management, time and attendance tracking, and more. Just go to beangarter.com to find out more how they can help your payroll system and make your workplace that much smoother. Go to beangarter.com, that's B-E-E-N-E-G-A-R-T-R.com, com, and they can help you with all your payroll needs. Like I mentioned, tax filing and year-end Reporting, compliance reporting, human resources management, time and attendance tracking, and more. All your payroll needs can be handled by the team at Bean Garter. Find out more at beangarter.com. Hey, sports fans, here's a hanging curveball that you can knock out of the ballpark. Make sure you listen weekly to our Moving Ferris Forward interviews with Ferris President Bill Pink and other leaders who are moving Ferris forward. Find out more about Big Rapids and Ferris and what they have to offer at ferris.edu. Fuel up for less with M-Perks. Earn points on your
3: purchases when you shop at Meijer in-store and online. Then use your points to claim a fuel reward
0: and save at the pump. Your dollar goes further at the pump with
3: M-Perks. Plus, earn points for all qualifying purchases in the Meijer Express station. And keep a lookout for exclusive Meijer Express offers. Enter your M-Perks ID at checkout to earn. Exclusions apply. Not valid in Wisconsin. Max 30 gallons. Download the Meijer app to sign up or see Meijer.com to
1: learn more. The Huge Show is back live across Michigan, the only show where the people have a voice for all about huge opinions, big-name guests, 19 stations strong all across Michigan. For the one close to you, go to show.net. I'm with our affiliate in Holland, uh, awesome people at WHTC, and longtime affiliate carrying the show, Alan Babbitt uh, from Hope College, set in this week's American Volleyball Coaches Association NCAA uh, D3 rankings. You've gone undefeated in three tournaments, including last weekend at Wheaton College uh, outside of Chicago. Home opener is 7 p.m. tonight at DeVos Fieldhouse. Versus, we need to come over like with your uniform and everything coming in. You're ready to do. It. Parents were able to listen. You're like, oh, jeez, are you kidding me? <laughs> so it's good to have your family down and uh, just a long weekend. And uh, what about this team now? When you talk about that fun connection, the growth, everything. You're a senior. You watch a team grow. Uh, Coach Smith has had a lot of great teams uh, here at Hope over her 20 years. But where is this team different compared to your previous three years?
3: I mean, we always have the talent at Hope, which isn't a good thing about being in Holland. And at Hope, it attracts cool people and good players. Um, I think our ability to just focus on the present moment. We talk a lot about loving the game and getting able to do it with people we love. Um, And I see that out on the court. I love that. Making eye contact with people um, and just feeling that love that we have for each other.
1: Yeah, love for each other, love the game and that translates and sometimes I like in talking to some of the football players that it really is bigger than wins and losses and I believe that if you do the culture thing and you love your teammates winning happens if you got the talent right and you got the coaching that can help maximize that talent. Oh, yeah, yeah. And that's why you're number two in America. You're 8-0, probably will never lose your senior year. That'll oh, be gosh, beautiful. no
3: pressure. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, here goes Bill now. Look at Alan going, hey, Bill, can you back off a little bit about the undefeated predictions <laughs> over here? Awesome. Uh, uh, and what's been the best thing about hope off the volleyball court for you that at, when you move on and you get into the real world, that you always take with you?
3: I mean, it's the community. There's an awesome faith community. Um, I think there were probably 30 people today that I talked to that are coming to our game tonight. Um, professors and chaplains and just kind of the whole the whole picture. You feel like you can really be um, a student, but a person here. Um, so that's been
1: super cool. Yeah, senior setter Olivia Feebing out of traverse city central high school three-time letter winner for the fly dutch political science major for coach smith who's in her 20th season we'll talk to her in our next segment but a common theme with the hope college athletes it's about the community about holland about how they support hope it's about the teams and how they support each other and the bonds that they'll have uh, forever uh, that is the hope college experience and Turns into success. Football 2-1 off to a great start with three tough teams and volleyball is undefeated. 2-0. Remember, if you do have the undefeated season, please, Olivia, remember that I said it. I'm the huge Shall we do that. We'll give you full credit. Oh, thank you. Full goodness. credit. I, I, I can already, after talking to you for a little bit on and off air, of I can see you also are a political science major with a minor in sarcasm. Thank you. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> all right, and your parents, who are your parents listening right Josh now? and Michelle and my brother Patrick with them. All Coming all down for Traverse they for are for the Big Volleyball yep. Weekend. Good luck tonight against Wheaton, 7 p.m. Uh, the doors will open at 6 p.m. at beautiful DeVos Fieldhouse, which is a great basketball venue, but an awesome volleyball venue as well. You got it. Good luck tonight. Thank All you right. so much. Alright, Olivia Feebing out of Traverse City Central High School. For our listeners on 93.7 the, ga- uh, the game, or the ticket excuse me, that you can hear catalog Traverse City. Uh, good luck with everything. We'll talk to Coach Smith coming up as our road show continues in Holland, Michigan, on the campus of Hope College with our longtime affiliate, WHTC.
0: Everything huge 24-7 at thehugeshow.net Elevate your night out at the legendary Ruth's Chris Steakhouse. Now open at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Start with the finest cuts of USDA prime beef. Pair that with handcrafted cocktails, signature signs, and Ruth's legendary hospitality, and you've got yourself one incredible night. Ruth's Chris Steakhouse has arrived. Make a reservation at RuthsChris.com for your incredible night at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway reimagined. What are you looking for in a career? What are you looking for in your pursuit of happiness and satisfaction? Let's answer those questions by answering this one. What are you? If you're selfless, courageous, dedicated, disciplined, and humble, your happiness and satisfaction may be in a new career in law enforcement. Visit michiganpolicechiefs.org today or simply walk into your local police department and start the conversation. You may find the answer to all of your questions.
1: Huge here for the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Now we're back with another week of football, and DraftKings is keeping us in on all the NFL action with great offers every single game day. New customers who download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code HUGE when they sign up can bet $5 and get $200 instantly in bonus bets. Throw five down on any of this week's epic matchups to walk away with an instant winner. Just use that code HUGE when you sign up. After downloading the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Also, DraftKings isn't stopping there. All customers can take advantage of two new offers every game day this September. Football's more fun when you're in on the action. So, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Sign up with code HUGE. New customers then can bet $5 to get 200 instantly in bonus bets. That's only on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. And that's also only. Only when you use code HUGE when you sign up. The crown is yours. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services. Gambling Disorder Helpline at 1-800-270-7117. 21 and up in Michigan only. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms. The Huge Show is back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. We're with our affiliate WHTC in Holland on the campus of Hope College. Hope College Volleyball ranked number two in this week's a D3 pole, 8-0 start. They'll take on Wheaton tonight at 7 p.m. at beautiful DeVos Fieldhouse here in Holland. Tickets can be purchased at the doors starting at 6 p.m. This is coming off a 2022 season where the Flying Dutch advanced to the national quarterfinals for the fourth time in program history and the first since their national championship season in 2014. Becky Schmidt, 20th season. As head coach here at her alma mater, she's also assistant professor of kinesiology at Hope 513, 160 overall coaching record, almost an 800 winning percentage of the flying Dutch. She joins us here on the huge show across Michigan. Welcome in. Thank you. It's good to be here. Uh, What's it been like now? Uh, You know, two decades, 20th season. I can still sense your enthusiasm, excitement when it comes to uh, your team, the players, and the university or Hope College.
0: A job gets easy when the place you serve is a place you love. So it's a... it's been it's been a ton of fun. I've uh, I've had some great assistant coaches along the way that have made this a, a really you know enjoyable journey. And um, and these teams, you know, the players, the student athletes that I get the opportunity to work with are just some of the best people out there.
1: Yeah, facilities, team commitment of the school with Hope College uh, all leads to uh, success, and your numbers are just staggering: five hundred thirteen, one hundred sixty overall. Uh, you've led hope to 14 trips to the NCAA championships, five MIAA titles. I mentioned number two in the country right now, 8-0 start at home against Wheaton tonight here in Holland at DeVos Fieldhouse. Uh, wh- what do you really like about this year's team?
0: One of the things that I, I mean, aside from their talent, aside from the growth that we've seen in the relationships that uh, that uh you know in 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 these teammates uh, throughout the throughout the year um I, I really like our versatility. you know we have got a lot of players that are capable of being able to play at different places on the court, and they are stepping up in amazing ways
1: yeah Becky Smith, 20th season as head coach here at Hope College if you're in the Holland lakeshore area on the west side of the state, uh, come watch them play they're number two in D3 volleyball. They're at home tonight. It's a home opener, 7 p.m. at DeVos Fieldhouse here on the campus of Hope College. Take it on Wheaton. Alan Babbitt told me tickets can be purchased at the door beginning at 6 p.m. Becky, it was so awesome talking with Olivia and yourself. Good luck, and we'll stay in touch, okay? Thank you. Appreciate the support. Yeah, Hope College volleyball at home tonight. 7 p.m. against Wheaton. They're undefeated. They're number two in America in D3 volleyball. And what a leader. And head coach Becky Smith into year number 20.
0: Big. Bad. Huge.